become so soothing to yourself. Yeah. And that's what I needed, and the therapist helped me with that, because he was there, he was there for me every week when I went to him. He's there for your money. Therapist? No, don't be an idiot. I, I know this guy, I know people. You don't trust him. I know this person. You don't know Mitch. What is, what is affecting you? What is your main sadness? My physical pain. You feel I understand. Because it's constant. It's, it doesn't go away. Yeah, it's chronic. It's always there. It's going to go away, though. When you wake up, is that the first thing you think about? Yeah. The first thing I think of, and the last thing I think of before I go to bed is, what can I do to make the pain less? What can I avoid to not cause more pain? Just those two things. It's got to be rough, man. the fact of your capacity is that what you miss the most I still think there's a the lot fact, to learn what, from I, what I miss the most is that is your capacity I miss being able to do the things I used to do yeah I used to do so much yeah no, I can see that I, I remember it and it's also sad because my I realized my parents didn't realize this shit they didn't realize anything that I've done they give me no credit whatsoever for anything I've done Trust me, that feeling. So, their their walking example, how they live their life, how they treat me, it's like a reminder that nothing I had in the past existed in the first place. They're like trying to make me pretend that my whole life before it didn't happen, essentially. When they treat me like shit, like. It's all gone. Like, if it wasn't gone enough, physically, like in the moment now, it's they're trying to put it in my mind that it never happened in the first place in my head. Instead of trying to understand you, they're trying to diminish your problem so that it doesn't become their problem. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about, man. People tend to do that. They think they think when you're going through is nothing, that your struggle is nothing, that it's just another complaint of silence throughout the day. But it's your parents. It's your parents yes. that are doing that. I know. I know. You, you would be... Especially lately, it doesn't matter. I really, that's why I've, I've, I've lost faith in everything. Everyone, it doesn't matter who they are to you. It doesn't matter what they've done for you in the past. It doesn't matter what they say, what they think, of what they feel. Everyone's a monster. Everyone's capable of ruining lives. And then... But you, just, can't, but you can't end it there. No. I think everyone's a monster if they there. choose to be. You can't end it there. And there's also, the there's also the, the and other then, side too. And you know, I, oh, the thing you gotta comprehend is that your parents are quite delusional when it comes to, and, and so is everyone else who has the same response, that kind of same response that is just diminishing your problems, your struggle that has changed your life so dramatically, and diminish it in that way. It's it's a delusional way for them to cope with it. They're trying to be delusive, of elements of their environment yeah neglectful of it that's yeah. a coping mechanism that's why they teach that's what they teach in school every time they take every time they tell you just focus on the positive smile 
That's it. That's it. I think it's they probably. And I that's think what delusional. they were taught. And that's what they were taught. Yeah, be delusional. I think Ignoring. they just didn't want it. They didn't want to deal with it. What? And and you see the harm it causes. Yeah. You're the very the very first person who's able to see what I'm what I see. Yeah. Do you understand, Matthew? I can't believe you're. I can't believe we understand each other in this. I really. Yeah. Man, I feel so. Oh my god. I can't. Believe, I never expected anyone to understand that. Yeah. Really, never did. Yeah. You see, so how do you fight that? That's what I've been. I've, I've been dedicating literally my life. How, how do you fight, fight it? How do you fi- how do you make people aware that being conscious is the most beautiful thing? That that coming all together and seeing seeking for the solution of the problem makes more than all of us saying and agreeing that we it, gotta be positive, right? I found it. What is it? It says it in my book that I've been reading. Okay. It talks about exactly that. The whole coping mechanism of 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 diminishing problems and just focusing on the positive. It talks specifically about that. Yes. It's a teaching style that we educate our children to have yeah, that style. Exactly. The book that I'm talking about, he he includes that as an error. It's called. It's called. Uh, fuck. It's called uh, character ethic versus. Versus. Fuck! You Fuck, got, I don't know what it's you called. Got it, you got but it. it doesn't matter. He yeah, talks about right. exactly what it is in the book. I want to read that book. And he says, that was what you ta- we're, were taught in this era of, of, of our history, and now it's the next generation of thinking, which is the real thinking. Yeah, the real one. Where you're focusing on the actual elements of what's going on. Yes. And you're effectively, you're effectively goal-setting, and you're effectively planning out what you have to do in order to accomplish the goal exactly. at, at hand. Exactly, and that's how you knock out problems. That's how societies move forward. That's how, how people become amazing, and they transcend everything. And, and the under- simple fact of let's, let's not be stupidly positive for no reason today. Yeah. I'm what's, just feeling great. Let's, let's actually focus on Everyone's the, the dead. Issues. My entire community is burning down. That children in the corner is starving to death. But hey, I'm breathing. The sun is there. Somebody's got to be trapped in a cave, in a cave, waiting to die. They don't see the sun. They're worse than me. I got to be super happy about my reality and not do anything to change it. In in fact, I'm going to have this amazing, amazing uh, mindset to keep on promoting all of the things that make me sad and think I'm happy. Mm. That's what Kurt Cobain said. They keep you in a jar and they'll trap you and then you think and then you'll say and they'll and they'll make you and then you think you're happy and then you'll make them happy. That's what yes. he meant. That's what he meant. Yes, That's exactly what he, it's that. It's a fucking trap. Exactly that. Yeah. But you can get out of it, and there's a way to get out of it. I, I feel you're out of it. I, I consider myself as a part of out of it. I consider I, I do see I see you out of that, a lot. For I the mean, most part. that's a sorry. What I meant to say is, yes, I, I yes, we're both on that. Yes, uh, how, I, I, how I misspoke. You... What I, what I meant to say was to get out of. The situation of everyone else trying to pin you down with that attitude. So it doesn't I mean, affect you. So it doesn't. Yeah, so, how, it, doesn't, how so do it doesn't affect you, how, you exactly. So how do you make yourself immune without recurring to the same technique of making it delusional by ignoring them or by altering the effect you of what they're saying? You substitute. But it, it's still the same. It's still it's still in essence ignoring reality. Because no. You're distorting it. You're creating an an, an elusive reality. You're creating. No, I'm saying no. I'm saying reality. don't do that. Saying don't do that. Exactly. Substitute, don't do that. substitute with, with with an actual 
a, a good strategy. Substitute with a good strategy. Yeah. Actual, and actual thinking. Yeah. Yes. Actual thinking solves actual problems. Actual thinking. Yeah. And the book, which I think is, I know I'm not just advertising the book. The book actually says it straight up. This is how you think logically. This is how you solve your issues that you have. Here is a way to to not cause more problems in the process of solving your original problem. Here's how to keep yourself together when you have when when you're when you're on a constant struggle against these different issues and how to renew yourself and keep moving forward mm-hmm. and all the while being keeping track of where you were and where you're going and where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's an entire formula. And if you keep all of those things together, it, it really creates it creates like a complete field of a feeling I mean it's redundant but complete and aware to all of this sense of your environment how it works and then you by by that that's that's the closest to immunity to the environment once you understand that so much you kind of become immune to it yeah because of the surprise response or the or the or the altered state that you went from from that shock of not understanding it or, or it becoming sudden or you coming by surprise if you may it's gone you're kind of like ready for everything yeah you already saw it everything and even yeah. if you didn't see it, you saw it ahead of time. Yeah. And even and even if you didn't see it, you saw something like it, broke it down by every factor of it, and then rearranged it into what yes. the other thing could be. So therefore, you're ready, even though you haven't yes. experienced it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Thank fucking God. I never thought. I thought I was crazy. I Not swear crazy. to God. I thought. I thought I was crazy when I spoke to people and they would look at me like I was crazy, trying to. When yeah, I tell when I told them, you don't see the world. You don't own your thoughts. You you. They would look at me like, and I try to explain them in so many ways. But they just don't understand. They just don't understand, and they probably will never. Well, they could learn. Well, they just have to be, they just have to be guided then, in the right then direction. It is, then it they comes, have to be, they have to be guided by someone who is ready and enlightened. And then, that's how it works. Yeah, and then the someone person is enlightened, and you teach someone else to be enlightened, and then they teach someone else to be enlightened, and then they teach someone else. So to then be it, it's, it's your responsibility, and therefore also mine. Yeah. But I don't want to take that responsibility. It's so frustrating. What do you mean by own your That's thoughts? why you have to renew yourself. And it talks about renewing yourself. I haven't got to that thoughts. chapter. There's a way to renew yourself and so that, so you don't get burnt out and so you don't die in the process. Mm. And it's... it's uh, There's different elements you have to take care of. One of those is obviously your physical health. But then there's all a bunch of other things that aren't just health. Yeah. They're just, just, uh, they're just aspects of human well-being that allows you to be renewed. Yeah, yeah, everything that yeah. I I'm trying. I'm trying. I I didn't read it yet. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, but you're. But you're it talks pieces. about it. Yeah. So you said, what do you mean by? And one of them is thought? definitely taking care of your physical health. That's like one of the pillars. I forget what the other pillars are. Well, that's that's physical health is. Um, yeah, it's probably. It's it's vague, that. but that's one of the pillars, yeah. and there's other there's other pillars too. And I want to know what those pillars are. I want I want I want you to send me this book, if you have it. Like it's called the book. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Seven Habits. I didn't believe you the last time when you told me that was the solution to everything. You just said no, the, t- the title. The title is too cliche. Yeah, but, but the, the content seems to be extremely good. So it's been around for twenty five years. It was published twenty five years ago, um, and the way they they way the way they advertise it is they have so many famous people that have read it, so many successes, so many CEOs of five hundred fortune five hundred fortune companies like business people and people that have Olymp- Olympic golden medals like Michael Phelps and like other people people that own uh, bo- that run uh, outreach volunteering organizations that impact the world through charity and and giving 
Yeah, like big, big beyonders and big yeah. charity garbage. People, the people that are running those organizations that are that are giving back to the community. Yeah, like WWP, like a huge. Uh, it was not WWP. Well, but just tons, just tons huge of them. throughout the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just ton, just tons of uh, organizations, leaders. They've all read these books and they've all used it to help them succeed more in, in the things that they're doing. Um, that's how they advertise it, but it's it's everyone. Everyone could benefit from it because. Everyone needs to be effective, and everyone needs to everyone needs to help each up. other. That's why everyone I, needs to wake yeah. up, and everyone needs to help each other out because exactly. being alone sucks. That is you need you need a, you need to be a team. That is the secret of the world. That is the secret of the world. Empathy is the secret of the world. Yeah. Understand then that that me as a human being feel, or not not necessarily feel exactly the same way, but we all feel, and we all, and we you know we all we all have we the all same feel basic, things. and we all somehow. And we really some and generally it's not really somehow it's it's absolutely somehow have the same objectives. Everyone in life has the same objectives. They have the same objectives. By the exactly. very simple fact of keeping living. Yeah. The very the very fact of keeping breathing every day and wanting to breathe the next day. Yeah. Joins the entire humanity, every single human being into one line, into one objective. But yet we we go over over such a small thing, create a fight. Like wanna punch me in the face? <laughs> You want to? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a very, it's an indirect way of, oh, this is, oh wow, this parallel is crazy. Okay, um, because I just thought of biology, I thought of genetics. Um, you all have the same goal, but you're randomly trying to achieve it in different ways. Yeah. And and a lot of those ways are one of being selfish ways, and it's not effective. And the natural, the natural law of things is that if you were to team up and go against those natural instincts to be selfish, yeah. things would be much better in the long run overall anyway. Of course. And then, so you should team up and do that, but it's, it's a randomness. Like some, there's, there's some strategies and there's other strategies. It just so happens that this one strategy happens to be better, meaning cooperating with one another. Yeah. Um, and, uh, that's just going to help everyone. And, uh, how do you get everyone to be on that page? Um, like I said, it's just all about enlightening, being enlightened by other people who are already enlightened. But how you, how and do you spreading get it? ideas? But how do you spreading get ideas from generation to generation? I'm I'm completely sure that your that your that your awareness about this is, comes completely from observations, and your pretty much your biology and, and you know the unique combination of of experiences that you had that drove you to think in a certain way, that drove you to pay yeah. attention to things, and then also your biological inclinations for those things too. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's a unique amount of it's a it's a unique. I have a unique experience. I'm not gonna lie. I might just I might just like. And then you also have a a unique. Way I have of, a very scientific background, and then also philosoph yeah. philosophical too. I I agree on that. I would agree on that definitely. And also, you have a different a, a different pro thought process than most people. Yeah. In order for you to come to to those levels of awareness, you have to have a different thought process than other people. I you use my right understand. brain. Yeah. I use my right brain. I use the. The way explained in the book is amazing, but it, the right what the brain what the right brain does. I thought the right was the right was a creative. The right is the the yes. right is the, the right is a creative. Right, yes. Right okay, but they're they explained in a very cool way. But I'm gonna simplify because I think they did simplify it in this way also. The left part of your brain, it breaks things down. It it sees a whole and it takes away each piece piece by piece. Yeah. That's left brain. Like you see a boat, right? You just you destroy the boat. You spread the boat out in in all different uh, in, a, in yeah. all different pieces spread out, and you take each little piece and you observe it and you examine it, and 
That's what your left brain does. But then what your right brain does is it sees all these little pieces scattered about in this whole little room. And what it does, it automatically, without even a moment's notice, it's automatically combining all of that and seeing the greater picture. Yeah. Seeing what that adds up to. Mm. And that's what I do mo mostly. I mostly do the right brain things. I, I rarely ever do the left brain shit. I would say I do more left. I well, my my right brain shit is I see I see something I'm observing something I know how these things are gonna add up and, and create a create, a, create, I, a, create it, a problem I mean create a yeah create a problem or create a the, or create a situation and then knowing that I can add in my own little x x factor to it and all of a sudden I know the result after adding this little yep. x factor and then there's if you master both forms of your brain then you can have this comprehension of 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 how everything works so so dramatically precise. And I think I, I'll do more left generally, but I also do the right a little bit. Yeah. But the, it's, the whole what world I do the most is left. Break, breaking down. Yeah, breaking down. The whole world is left brain. That's yeah. that's also what it says in the book. Everyone yeah. does left brain. Everyone. And part of the reason we have problems as a population is we need more people with right brains, hmm. or we need more people that are willing to to set aside their left brain for a second and think about the bigger picture, thinking about culminating facts together and seeing what the end result's going to be. Um, oh, so the left side, it's also getting each piece and focusing on each piece and the individual effects isolated of that piece. Yes. So, okay. Isolated. Yeah, now, now I get, now I get isolated. a Isolated. Yeah, now I, I get a better concept of what left is. And everyone does it. That's, what you, that's what's taught in schools. That's, what's, that's what creates factories. Mm -hmm. um, but no, I, it's, I, I, then I think I'm right because I do see the big picture and I do try to correlate everything. Yeah. Like how every, everything, for example, everything has, like, education has having to do with, with you know, with everything, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, the way I've, with the military and everything, I can, it can be somehow achieved. Like, to, I saw Donald Trump right speaking now. today. He, he's going to get fucked. He was saying that. He's going to get. He was saying. I don't know what he, I don't know what he, he said. He was saying recently. $700 billion in the U.S. military. I think he was talking about how they raised it. Because he said the second number after it was like seven hundred eighteen billion dollars, yeah. and he's like B. That's B with a that's billion with a B. And then he was talking about we're gonna we're gonna put even more money into the military and grow it to be the biggest. So, the goal of to you the goal of the military is to be able to not use these weapons ever. So we're gonna grow the biggest one ever and the best that's one. That's sustainable. That's once again, in hopes we're that's gonna grow that we're gonna grow the biggest one thing. we're gonna grow the biggest one in hopes of never to using of never using it yeah yeah that's, that's what a said. strategy that's a strategy that people <laughs> use but it's ineffective because you're creating all these different things and you're not even using it mm -hmm. it's gonna be I think it, you're not even using it one but I think if you're not gonna use it then it's eventually just gonna be used no but just in its I think if, it, if it's anything that has you're, used you're is gonna eventually be used it. So that in its purest form, it's ineffective. You're using it as a threat. That's like an extra. That's like an extra characteristic. But the pure essence of what he's doing is he's making things and he's not using it. That's that's in essence him being ineffective, and that's automatically wrong. And then when he, whenever, when he, whenever he no was talking, doing that as a country. Yeah. He, whenever he was talking about healthcare or whatever else that was going on. Those numbers were always way less than the than the military number. Yeah. Like at least a seventh, if not less. Yeah, it's crazy. 
It's a little <laughs> crazy. That's why our healthcare system is declining. It's not getting better. It's not the same. The same. It's declining right now. People are gonna people are gonna have less and less access to healthcare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Trump is. is can, can you give that to me first? He was speaking in West Virginia me. today. Oh, can you just give it to me? I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah, I'm so sorry. Oh no, just for picking up, not for lying. This thing is strong. It's not gonna. You're oh. late, bro. Yeah. You're not gonna hurt it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what. Yeah. He was speaking in West Virginia today. Uh, you said, what do you mean by own your thoughts? Oh, because I think our thoughts come into our head, and we don't have control over that. And then people who think that their thoughts are theirs, and not... I think our thoughts... It's random, yeah, you're right. I think our, right. th- our, th- our thoughts don't yes. belong to us. What's not, what's not absolutely random is the, the archetype that constructs, that serves to construct the spontaneity. The spontaneity of, of those thoughts. What's well, not random? Yeah, it's or yeah, but it's for yeah. a purpose, purposeful. Yep. So the system that creates that. the random thoughts is not yours. The very fact of randomness is it's not unique by itself. It's 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 prevalent. It's randomness. It's common. It's so common. Yeah. How is as a matter then of how fact, is not randomness? It's more uncommon than randomness. Yeah. <laughs> Entropy. It's a, phys- it's a physical law. But you said random is not unique because it's common. Mm-hmm. Everything is random. It's like the law of physics. So what I'm trying to say is the fact that your brain has a capacity to come out with different ideas. It's, Ever heard of brownie motion? The I want to show you of this. The human being if everything, the capacity of doing it. Uh-huh. And then the way your brain comes out with different and the way your different ideas are consolidated and how they're detailed is based on either your biology or the very basic elements that you interacted with when you were a child that allow you to comprehend the word in a certain uh-huh. way so they shape your thought process in a certain way. If everything is random, Can does that something? mean... If everything awesome. is it's random... Very relevant, very relevant to this. Of course, okay. To. okay. If everything is random, does that mean that there's a... A general wave or rhythm of random, random. Bingo! Yes. Going on. Yes. So you can find an algorithm. algorithm. Right. Yes, that's You can, you can definitely have an algorithm. Yes. 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 The and, brown, brownie in motion. Brownie in motion, right here. I'm gonna uh, show you right now. I don't believe in coincidence. Brownie in motion, bro. The essence of what you just said right now, form to randomness. All right. Alright, let's watch this. I never watched this my entire life, but it's about burning emotion. <laughs> How long is it? Two minutes. Oh, where's the two? Come over here. Come here. Alright, I'm gonna put... Forget it, I'm gonna put it on the stereo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love educational videos. So you think you're owning your thoughts, though? No. I think we could use our thoughts. The very fact that I, and that we I even could... think about owning thoughts... Is because of the circumstances. Well, the little part comes from our biology, like I told you, and then I believe most most of it comes from our unique set of circumstances. I think we're the representative of our, of thoughts, and I think you thoughts are both. blessings. I mean, you can't say most; it's equal. I, I I'm a nor, I'm a nurturist. I'm a hard nurturist. What does that mean? I believe You're your environment nurturist? your environment shapes everything you are. But the reality is, it's both. It can never be one. It's a of course, it's both. But it's how do you how do you determine how you determine the balance of both? There how is do you, no, it's, it's how, not a balance. How can you certainly say that the influence of your nature is equally as strong as the influence of your nurture? 
How can you? How no. can you certainly? How can you say that with certainty? Being certain of this is what happens. This is no, the reality. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. The yeah. certainty is that for an individual, sure. For an individual, sure. One of them could be can like have uh, like a measurable more measurable more significant like to your overall life or whatever on an individual level. But in general, like there's no difference for between between uh, nurturing and and uh, and nature. Nurture and nature. There's no, uh, there's no, uh, like it's, it's equal in the, in the overall scheme of things. Like for you, it's, it's, it's more nurture, like you said, but for someone like Aristotle, as used to say, it was nature. Uh, for someone like, I'm trying to think of an example for someone like, uh, Michael Jackson, it, it doesn't really matter how, how, um, how he was nurtured to be, it doesn't matter as much for how he was nurtured because he has such an amount, amazing talent where he was bound to get famous at one point or another. Right? That's just nature for him. Like, nature was the, the prime mover in his life. But for you, you're saying nurture is because of your circumstances and your circumstances are very rare and unusual. Right? But in the overall grand scheme of things, everyone is, is not necessarily one extreme or the other. They're like a mix of things. And the whole randomness, the distribution of, course, of those I, two things being having less or t- greater impact is the same. So you're saying it has to be What? So you're saying it has to. It has by to be by, by randomness. Yeah. By law of yeah. And there's two options. Equal. Both are equally. Both equally have the potential to have the same amount of impact on the person's life. Mm-hmm. And so, since there's two choices. Both have the same likelihood. It's fifty-fifty when it comes down to the actual result. Uh, I, I let me the, see. it's an actual it's a it's, it's an actual coin flip. What about uh, both have the same likelihood of being having the greatest impact? What about on the someone who was smart enough to become the person of the United States, but was so deeply by its circumstances pushed into I don't know, drug trafficking, whatever. Yeah, it could happen, sure. That so strongly, so strongly that the outcome was was inherently determined only by his condition that his nature was completely eclipsed by the intensity of his nurture. Yeah, there can be scenarios like that. Or But that is that doesn't being, speak that doesn't speak for the whole though, that just speaks for an individual case. So then he suggests that there is a balance. So the, 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 yeah, there's suggests, a balance. Yeah, it suggests, uh, it suggests that the balance can actually be unbalanced. So on the, on the, yeah, it exactly. cannot be assumed that every individual is 50-50. It should yeah. be assumed therefore that the 47... Yeah, there's whole tons of variants. Yeah, 43-57, so yeah. Exactly. Whole t- there's a, it could be 99-1, et etc., etc., um, but the ones that defer that defer but the average is that it's 50-50. And the ones that defer, a lot, that, that defer a lot are the ones that are hard or rare to find. Wait, say it again. The ones, ones that, that where the nature is a lot bigger than the nurture, or when the nurture is a lot bigger than the nature, those, those are, are less likely. Yeah, those exactly. are yeah, those are unique cases. There's a, there's a, there's a distribution about it. You just answer a life question right here. I've been wanted, I've been I've been struggling with that for a long time. Yeah, it's both. You're fucking and, awesome. <laughs> and and for that reason, for that reason, you always have, in the grand scheme of things, you always have the potential to be the prime mover in your life. You always have the potential for your nature to be expressed. Yeah, no matter how terrible the, the nurturing circumstances are, or how great they are, you always have the you always have the inner potential 
to to fail completely because you're shit, or succeed because oh, you actually have really good uh, resources within you already. You already you already have um, great skills innately within you. You already have great instincts. Um, you already have the outward the outward uh, appearance of of being whatever you are. Um, and so then you can you can rise above the circumstances on on a grander scale on a grand scale you can as, you can assume that for yourself that you're a part of this overall picture of of having the opportunity to have your nature overcome your nurture so that that's kind of a like a hopeful like fact yeah that you have that ability within you to have that it's not always shut it's not shut out right off the bat I'm like shocked, you have, kind of thing. Yeah. What? One second. I just. I'm just assimilating the. Yeah, you're shocked. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I've been looking for that answer for such a long time. Been struggling with that for a long, long ass time. Yeah. And this makes perfect sense. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. No problem. I don't know if brownie motion isn't so important anymore. I, I still, I believe it is. You want me to show it to you? I'll show it to I you. Want, I want to see it. I don't know if you want to see it. So, in this lesson, we're going to have a look at the idea of brownie motion. This is useful because it helped indirectly to confirm that atoms exist. You're in a darkened room, the air is still, and the bright lights are streaming through the window. What do you notice about the dust particles? the black circles as they pass through the beam of light. Pause the video and think about this. Press play once you've made up your mind. The answer is that Wait, the dust particles are moving randomly. Did you see it? The dust particles are not always moving downwards, but are moving in all directions. The dust particles are very small and are supported by a fluid. In this case, that fluid is a gas. You are unable to see the gas particles directly because they are too small but you can see the larger dust particles. The reason that the dust particles move randomly are because of the gas. We know that the gas is there because every time we move our hand through the air, we fill them against our hand. Try it now. Continue when ready. The particles in the air move in random directions quickly. This means they'll have many collisions or will bump into the dust particles many times. Each collision between air particles, very small coloured circles, show how the dust particle, the black circle, moves off in a new random direction. It's a bit like a game of snooker, where there are millions of marbles which collide with larger, observable particles, like a ping pong ball. This effect was first observed by scientist Robert Brown. He was looking at pollen grains suspended in water under the microscope, and he wondered why they jiggled around. He thought that the pollen was alive. It was later that scientists realised the importance of his discovery. Now, here's a challenge for you. Thinking about what we know about dust particles, can you explain why the pollen grains appear to be jiggling randomly? Pause the video and continue when ready. I have no fucking idea. In summary, <laughs> the fluid is no longer a gas, but is a liquid, water. The pollen grain is colliding with many water molecules. Each water molecule is too small to see, but we can see the combined effect of their collisions on the pollen grain as it moves randomly. 
This effect is known as, you guessed it, Brownian motion. I studied that in chemistry. Yeah. Eighth grade. It's a form. It's a form to randomness. Yeah. It's precedent, colloid, colloquia, colo. Like mayonnaise is one of them. Gelatin is one of them. Oh, you're asking the different types of things? No, yeah, the matter. The state of matter. Wait, say it, repeat it again. Collo- colloide. That's how you say it. Co- colloid. Yeah. Yeah. That's brownie motion is present in those things. Well, brownie motion is present everywhere. That's what that's what the, the video field is saying. But that's what creates the state of that matter. I think that's why it was important for to understand in that. I'm trying to to figure out why we learned that. So many years ago. Colloid. Uh, I can't remember. Colloid is I think when you shine a light and it it moves like what you said like what yeah. like what it said. Yeah. 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 Like when you shine a light, uh, colloid is like when you shine a light and it looks a certain way. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's what yeah. means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, you sparked my memory on that, so thank you. Um, okay, I, I was But basically, what I'm saying is everything it moves randomly. Um, it's only the things that are colloid, like you just saw in the video, and also in the the water thing that you're thinking of. I'm I'm um, I'm just realizing it's just, that it's just a, a special appearance, like. Based on the molecules that are there. Now, now I'm thinking, the the very fact that that I was able to remember something that I was completely unaware at the mo- both at both the moment when it was occurring, and now that I knew it or I care or I would ever retain that information, I discovered that it did. And so it happened with so many other things that I don't even know, but I know. Okay. So do you yeah. think your conscious would be overdriven? You can't keep up with everything. Your conscious would be overdriven if you if the, your conscious has the access to all of this information whenever you we want it. Do you think consciously you would you would just like overdrive and like almost like a computer burn? Oh, that's a funny crash. Our conscious doesn't work like that. I know it doesn't, but I'm yeah. saying I'm saying fictionally. Fictionally, yeah. Would it, would it happen if yeah? If it was, I mean, if it was if it, fiction. If it was, yeah, because it's it's fiction. Because let's say let's say you have like, the capacity. Let's say consciously you have the capacity to access to any information ever created or retained in your brain. Yeah, then you would. You would probably explode. You would explode because there'd, like, be, there'd be infinite infinite amount of possibilities of all the information. Yeah, and then 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 it makes me wonder more about how thought and consciousness itself works and what is consciousness itself. Both within our perception of the world and within our consciousness perception of consciousness fun. itself within our brain. Consciousness it's is tricky. consciousness it's is just tricky. it's just a culmination of the different aspects of our brain working together. That's what that's what consciousness is. It's just a it's a result of our brain. And uh, it originally it's been hypothesized that it der- derived from hallucinogenic chemicals, um, plants. In the in millions of years ago, in our in our ancestors, mm, so they ate. they inhaled or they ate something, and it affected their chemistry in their brain, such that it produced a certain characteristic that we call that we call consciousness, and it benefited them, and it benefited it benefited those animals, and they were able to survive longer, so they were able to pass on their genetics to the next generation, and those people those beings that were uh, the result of of reproduction. Those beings are now also uh, susceptible to eating whatever herb it was that they ate, or in, or inhaling whatever they was was they were inhaling. And now all of a sudden they also have a benefit 
in the next generation to also reproduce because they're going to survive longer because they have this cool added characteristics characteristic of having consciousness. They're just starting to make research on shrimps, and they're discovering yeah. so many positive things about it. Basically, they have no toxicology whatsoever. Yeah. So, you can not you can not overdose and you cannot die on shrimps. But it can still affect your behavior, and then you can. Be, yes, there be, there is certain cases in us, you know, there's like post traumatic. There's like there's like PTSD episodes that say that only like one percent of the population has. Well, people, yeah, and people also, like, jump out of windows, too. That's if you took too many in during the trip. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's, that's it like had, a had, shrimp had, that's, that's its toxicology, yeah. quote-unquote. Suicide if, by shrimp. Well, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. not biologically talking, but in terms of ending well, your behavior, life. Behavior, behavior, behaviorally yes. talking, yes. Behaviorally talking, yes. That is the toxicology of it. But yeah, they were but saying that, also that, that is the hypothesis of consciousness came from those shrimps drugs. are so amazing, and they make parts of your brain that will never ever in nature communicate. Communicate. They so people say that they create and people describe it in this way, but it makes you think of the possible physical, physical and actual biological biological processes that are going on. They say that shrimps and psychedelic psychedelic experiences allow them to forgive themselves. Imagine, I'm saying, it's, it just sounds like, but ima- imagine all the things that could go behind it. That could go all behind that in, in real science. Yeah, well, imagine what it's happens. It's fucking amazing. And then on top of that... It has to do with consciousness for sure. They were it has saying, to be being, being aware. That, that they, has to be one of the aspects of it. They say they can be used to treat addiction since it's it's been found or is believed that they that they reset all the, all the addictive terminals of your brain. So like cannabinoid receptors. Uh... Resets. Opioid receptors. Interesting. Opioid receptors. So it resets your opioid receptors. So if you were you were addicted to an opioid, suddenly it allows you to, your it allows your brain to, to rebalance your chemistry. Yeah. Completely, so that you won't suffer an addiction. Yeah, that's really cool. Either psychologically or physically. Shrimp can do that. Shrimps are amazing. Shrimps, magic shrimp, magic shrimps, mushrooms, psychedelic oh, shrooms. Psychedelic shrimps. I thought you were talking about Psilocybin. Psilocybin. <laughs> I think that's the name this of it. This entire time. Psilocy- What's it the genus is psilocybin. Psilocybin. Psilocybin, I think. Psilocybin. Psilocybin. There's so many different genes I would I never, never know. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 but I'm saying, I'm saying the genus. No, the genus. With you. Genus. Like uh, the, the, the species. Oh, the species of the mushroom. Okay. Yeah. So they're yeah. all, they're psilocybin or something. Okay. But those are the ones you want. Yeah, but there's so many varieties of psilocybin. Yeah. There's so many magic mushrooms. They're awesome. They're great. They're fucking amazing. LSD itself can have... Even L, even a something it's like LSD... It's synthetic, so I don't really understand that complete, completely. Me neither. Me neither, but it's also been found to have some certain benefits over over your brain. Yeah, the thing... The with general the, psychological experience, like psychedelic yeah. experience, seems to have something. The thing with these chemicals is what they all have in common is that they alter consciousness. That's what every every consciousness altering drug <laughs> does. Yeah. Um, yeah is it alters your consciousness, and what happens when you do that is you open up new brain, new new neural pathways. Yeah. When you do that, and when you open neural pathways, all of a sudden you're learning, and all of a sudden you have a, a different sense of awareness that you didn't have previously, and increased awareness essentially. I can I can tell that every drug has taught me something. Every drug I've consumed and every drug I've done in my life has taught me something. Yeah. Or has allowed me to think in a different way so that I understand something. Yes. And that, and that, that can be the beauty of drugs. 
But then, but I'm not then, justifying them. No, no, no. You don't have to. You don't have to act like I'm justifying. Oh you no, no, no. Like I'm justifying. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. But I'm just just because you made me think of it automatically. Yeah. I know. That, I know. And I was already respecting that. Was the thing, was the thing with moderation? Yeah. Like, you can consume anything in moderation, whether it be food, water, whether it be entertainment, whether it be. Um, I mean, the deeper, whether it be in science, the deeper the level of alteration, any, anything deeper, that you're, anything that you're consuming, anything that's impacting you, the deeper the level of alteration, the deeper, I mean, the the more complex or or dif- different ideas from reality you can get. So there there is a benefit into going into new territory. There is yes, a benefit absolutely, into, yes. into exceeding the amount. But there's into a, exceeding the amount. There is a, a benefit of exceeding from, the amount that is. It just depends that on your is goals. Moderate, it has that, to do with your goals. That you're saying moderately and, and healthy? It is still... If, if what, you, what I if mean by moderation... discovering all of these things. What I mean by moderation is... Uh, what, I mean be, what I mean by moderation is doing something such that you're preserving your life. And what do I mean by preserving your life? Um, preserving your ability, essentially, to grow and reproduce. That's what I mean by by preserving your life by sustaining those two abilities being able to grow and eventually reproduce and have kids okay and so that's what i mean by moderation and of course if your goal is to just learn new things there can't there is no such thing as moderation because you can just keep on learning and learning and learning and you're fulfilling your goal that's why that's why and that's what you were saying right now but when i'm saying when i said moderation i'm referring to the ability to grow and reproduce which is what Oh my all, which is what we all animalistically want, unless for some reason we don't, given our environment or given our genetics combined with our environment or whatever, whatever, whatever. I think in that in that specific circumstance, it would it, it can be attributed that your nature has to be bigger than your than your nurture, because you're somehow fighting what the common goal is. Somehow your nature is diverging from it. Yeah, I guess that would be the significant factor for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's natural, almost like a disease. So can it be tracked like a? Can it be tracked like a like a disease? Can it be tracked like? Cause it clearly has a pattern. So essentially, depression is what you're saying. I don't think it's depression. Or one thing you could because say is depression. Because depression, depression is not a is not a permanent state of nature. It's a stage of it, and every 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 single stage. human thing is it's a, it's it's likely to fall into it. Yeah, so a, I don't think depression as itself it's is a death. Oh, okay, all right. Like you were born depressed. I don't think there's there's such a thing as that. Yeah. Okay. And then you're therefore your entire life you're gonna you're gonna deal with it almost like if you were born schizophrenic, like yeah. with schizophrenia. My uncle wasn't always schizophrenic. He developed schizophrenia, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He developed it. Yeah. So it's not it's not that he was. It's not that yes it's not necessarily that your thoughts are a product of, like we were saying like you're de- you're you're saying you're depressed. In a way, because you're going against what the common goals of, of Gr- are. growing or reproducing. Not really. For me, it's more valuable to understand the world than anything else. And you think because of your, you think because of your nature. Maybe. Maybe there, there is definitely a nurture who. Because you said you you just you just said yourself that your nurture was a, a really big impact on you. Yeah. But maybe that's my nature. Like a, like a far more greater impact is what you were saying. But maybe that is my nature. What? Maybe that is my nature. You know what? Maybe that is my nature. Yeah, maybe it could be. 
Maybe there, I was just worried. And there, there really is no way of determining it. But I was always like this. I've always been wanting to know more. And I've always been wanting to know before I'm even allowed to. I used to take books that had text. And I used to go over it. I, was, I used to get so mad because I wanted to know what it said. But I, never, I was never able to. I was never able to. So then I would just... Able to do adults. what? Can you repeat that last part? I would, I would get books with illustrations and things. And I would, wanted to learn, I would be wanting to learn what it said. When mm-hmm. I, before I could even read. Okay. Before I even got to school. So you, I, 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 would, I, would get, I would get really frustrated and look for, for adults who could, who could, you know, read it for me. Okay. So you had a very explorative nature. I don't, I don't think a lot of kids do that. Yeah, you were, you were an oddball that you were very explorative. Yes. But it doesn't have to end there. You can be explorative and then something. No, like it's... For, a, like, it's for a, example... As, as the world is infinite, then what, what conclusion are you trying to establish anyway? What conclusion I'm, I'm, am I trying to the, my only My only goal is to amuse myself and understand it. Whether is that positive or negative. I somehow fall in love with the frustration and the disappointment. Somehow I love it. I, 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 I don't care. I don't care what if I'm going to be really happy. If, if, being, I, I if, love being distracted, if being distracted and being explorative and finding truth is what matters, then how can... How can you fall in love? You, you're just saying that that's n- the natural result is to be disappointed and be frustrated and be sad? No. Is that I'm what you're saying? saying? I'm saying that's that the natural e- result of being explorative? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying even if that's the outcome, I would still I would still like that. You're okay with it. You're like uh, neutral okay towards because, it. Yeah, ne- neutral towards it because I'm still somehow fulfilling my main goal, which is keep on exploring, keep on understanding. Okay. Yeah. So does that mean you're also neutral towards being happy too? Pretty much. Okay. Therefore, my lack of interest towards happiness. And therefore, why people can never understand and they always... And it pisses me off so much when they think they can declare my problem. And they don't know the the simple slight variables. And I know how they see it. And I know how they think it is. And Uh I've leave that stage. And I know it's different from what I'm living. And I can clearly see that. And and I just... I almost I almost feel like I do have schizophrenia because I feel so isolated from from comprehension. From true comprehension, from genuine comprehension. All right, now you're getting into philosophy. Um, no, I'm, I don't want to define what genuine comprehension is. I don't want to get into that. Yeah. I'll be right back. Somebody need something for announcers? No, glass of water, please. Oh, yeah, glass of water. Uh, I'll share with Charles. I'll bring a huge glass. Okay. Thank water. you, sir.